0: Hello, everyone. I'm ContestTheWrestling.com, uh, joined tonight by John Clark to talk all about Monday Night Raw on a Monday. John, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good. How about you? Doing all right. I may sound flat. And I don't mean to, but Raw tonight, folks, I knew 10 minutes in, I'm like, it's, it's going to be a long show. And it's, it's a long show no matter what, obviously. It's a, it's a three-hour show, and it usually feels long anyway. I mean, one of those shows where it feels extraordinarily long. Based on what, based on the stuff that we see uh, on the show itself, and at least for myself, I think I turned out to be right. I just was not feeling it right off the bat. We had Becky Lynch coming out, John. You know what she said? Well, first off, she said that the Royal Rumble was two weeks away, and that threw me for a loop because I was like, "Oh, yeah, I guess it is." And then I, I thought, "Well, you know, I I don't feel the excitement that you would want for Rumble time. Like Rumble is supposed to be one of the most exciting." Uh, probably i would say kind of maybe the second biggest show of the year um and it just doesn't really feel like it right now granted they still have about two weeks two weeks from saturday i think it's one week from saturday so the rest of this week one one more raw next week (sighs) and they've they've based most of the excitement around about around the the surprise announcements which they already gave away so there's no uh, we saw lead on smackdown so raw hasn't benefited from that at least not yet um so there's that, and then Becky said the Raw woman's Vision has never been hotter, and that took me even further out of the segment because I said, "Well, m- well, friend, that is objectively not true." <laughs> like the coming out of Becky's feud with 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 Morgan, and now she's facing Dewdrop. I just and like the Dewdrop stuff is fine, but it's, it's not the hottest it's ever been. Even in my time. Watching this show since I got back into wrestling in tw- uh, the very beginning of very end of um, 2018 or 2019, they are have been better days. This ain't it. So you know, having stuff like that, obviously she's doing her job, she's trying to hype it up, and I, I can respect that. But I don't know. Then we had, then we had, of course, we had Dewdrop come out. And she was like, oh, you didn't give me this opportunity, even though Becky did. She literally helped her win the match last week. And then, of course, as previously announced shortly before the show, we had the weekly Can They Coexist Challenge of Becky and dewdrop came up to face Liv Morgan and Bianca Blair. only after Liv and Bianca Belair both announced they'll be entering the Women's Royal Rumble. And, John, of course they are. Who wouldn't? Like, like well, This ugh, People should have to qualify for the Royal Rumble because if you don't, like who wouldn't say they're going to enter the match? That is your 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 golden ticket in the in the Charlie in the Chocolate Factory world to WrestleMania. Like you, if you're on the roster, if you're not a champion, and if you're not for a title, even if you are, you're probably going to be in the match. So like and then so the both them coming out. be like, oh hey, I'm going to be in the bro normal match. I, you know, I just it seems silly to me. It's what they do. It's fine. And that's just pointing out, yes, coexisting is what they do nowadays. I understand that. I don't have to like it. I'm so tired of it. It's just so boring because it, it, it's like a choose-your-own-adventure. Either they coexist and – well, they barely coexist. They, they somehow get along and win, or they fail and they lose. And then it's all pretty much the same. So either way, all things being equal here kind of lumped together. Not a great start of the show. I can talk about the match itself, but John – Kind of just in the more general sense here, starting off tonight with Drop Becky, the tag match, the women's uh, division in general. What do you thought? What do you think about the kind of the, the open air to, to Raw here?
1: Uh, I think there's a lot of moving parts. Uh, they're tr- probably still trying to get their ducks in a row with exactly where they want to take this in the long run. Uh, I think it's pretty safe to say at this point they know that Becky will be keeping the title at least until until that show But the other end of the spectrum is the question mark because there are so many potential challengers or stories that would make sense. You know, there's a comment from Timmy saying that he wants Ronda to come back. I'm not saying that's going to happen because it probably won't. But that is probably like the top option they would have because this this goes back literally what? It would go back three years, which is the last time that Ronda was actually in WWE was when she lost that title to Becky that night. She literally hasn't been back since that night. Nope. And that would that would just make sense to come full circle. She comes back, and of course, then she's still the champion. So um that would be the top option. And then um I, I've seen people with their takes on Liv Morgan and possibly winning. And I see DJ commenting there and saying, you know, live to win. No, that that's not in the cards. <laughs> that's that's not gonna happen. She's gonna be like that. Um, I don't even know the the male counterpart to compare to, but that she keeps coming so close and then not winning. And she, I don't even think she's going to come close, honestly, to winning the Rumble. Uh, now, of course, uh, Brian Everett gives an interesting perspective on winning Bianca Belair back in the front picture because who would have thought that so confidently and so easily somebody could be the favorite again? And now I don't I'm not I don't remember from a year ago if she was the favorite last year. i I I They don't made it pretty was. clear,
0: maybe not as, as, <laughs> as obvious as other other, you know, other World Rumble winners. but like you had a feeling like among some of the other possibilities, like there seemed to be if I remember correctly, I was yeah. say it's 2020, but, but I feel like that was kind of the thing where it was like you could probably make that safe prediction and it feels when that way again this year maybe even more so because we did yeah, see it last year
1: you know i, I was I, gonna I've say when that. it comes to this year i think it's even more overwhelmingly obvious however uh there are also additional comments here from uh nesha and thomas and somebody else i saw above about about bailey and i still think that if she is healthy she is going to return. She is going to win. And she absolutely deserves to win because let's not forget, she was the female superstar that carried the company through COVID. And then fans return at Money in the Bank in July. And like literally a week before that, she like has this horrible knee injury and she's been gone ever since. So without a doubt, I think she deserves to come back and win. And then of course, Stephen Chambers uh, uh, bringing up oscar again we haven't seen oscar since her arm injury it's been a a while it's been i I think i said last Um, week it
0: was almost 200 days at that point
1: now now oscar like bianca belair has won the the women's royal rumble before there's there's been three to this point right oscar won. that sounds right yeah oscar won. bianca belair won and uh did becky win i think in between yeah yeah she took she came out and like took over nia Jax. that's right that's right yeah so um to have a repeat winner this early is uh, somewhat uh, unheard of, but I, I, I can say that um, it would be predictable, I think. But yeah, yeah, um,
0: I just want something. I get well, I can't even say different because obviously, dewdrop and and Becky's different, so that, that like I can't complain with that. Uh, again, more so, I had some problems with the way that that was kind of set up tonight and the fact that it's the, the same usual stuff of co- coexisting and everything. They do have options in a way, like I saw one comments earlier saying that they have a lot of options. It could be bad, Becky versus anybody from Steve Chambers earlier. Um, and then my, my gut reaction was like, do they really have a lot of options? And I, I think they have a couple strong options. I mean, I think they have any number of other options generally, but uh, I would say they have a couple strong options. I mean, at this point, I think Asuka makes sense because they do have history there. Asuka was kind of like Becky's kryptonite for a while where like Becky couldn't beat her. And there, there's obviously the history of, of Becky giving her title to Oscar and everything there. Uh, Becky and Bailey could be another one. That's one we're seeing a bunch of Nesha again, ch- chiming in there. Um, I would like to see that. I think, again, I would probably call Bailey my favorite at this point. Got a comment earlier asking about Lita. Obviously as, as I said a minute ago, we did see Lita on SmackDown. Um, with Michael Covenant going as far to say the lead is going to win. It'll be like nostalgia, like we saw with Edge. I mean, we saw, I think it was fr- just Friday, that she, she has been cleared, that that she has not been on like the no contact list for, I think, about... She's not been listed as that for at least like four years now. So she's seemingly good to go. She did the twist fade on SmackDown. They're teasing. She says she wants one more run. And that could be a misdirection, but they're at least kind of paving or planting those seeds.
1: Well, um, the thing for me is I think there's something to be said about them doing this story without her needing to win the rumble. I think they could go this direction regardless and have um, the, the raw side kind of win the, the rumble match. Now, of course, There could have been a curveball thrown after uh, the news about Sasha Banks being hurt. Maybe she was the original plan and they had to change the plan. But uh, I think there's something to be said with her kind of. And let's uh, um, not talk about uh, the bump that Charlotte took that was pretty bad there on SmackDown from Lita. But uh, I still think that it's an interesting match. She was the one that I think wasn't it Charlotte that wrestled Trish? At SummerSlam, that's correct. Yeah, that so now it's almost like, yeah, almost like now going to like that next person in line, and I think there's something to be said about about doing that. Yeah, I just think
0: if they want to go there, it would make more sense on paper to have the Royal Rumble like be the reason she gets a title match, like they she would earn it. But then I'm sure they could get there anyway. Richard's asking why they would kind of tease this uh, with Lita winning if she doesn't actually win. I mean, the whole I I think the, the Royal Rumble match is best when you have a couple people. Uh, who could believably win when you went to it? Whereas uh 2020, everybody knew Drew McIntyre was gonna win. Like there was pretty much no doubt last year, maybe less so. Um, you know, you don't want to be totally obvious. You know, you don't want, you know, because that, that takes the fun out of it. You want some unpredictability there. Uh Steven saying whoever eliminates Charlotte will face her at WrestleMania. I think that's fair. They could have Lita eliminate her, but not win and set that up. And then whoever wins on Raw does that. Again, I like the option of Bailey Bailey's uh show after show, we do here bailey is one of the favorites here um that's just saying if bailey does return then it could be Lita. she'll face charlotte uh again as we've seen the men's division michael's saying now charlotte could still win as i i said i think last week that'd be one of my solid predictions like that's something that we could see that she'll win and maybe even unify the titles it's possible i don't know um well, there definitely are a couple of options. We got a couple of options about Alexa Bliss, and with that in mind, we might as well just jump around a little bit with uh, about the question, like, what about uh, Thomas? Saying, "What about Little Miss Bliss?" Well, Thomas, we saw Little Miss Bliss night in the second consecutive uh, segment of her kind of journey back to Raw, in a the therapy segment. And this one, I think, was even shorter than the last one. Very, not really much to note, other than the fact that she repeatedly said Lily. She was asked about Lily's doll and. Uh, you know or she was like it was a word association game. she said like it was like doll and friend and home and trust and very clearly you know reminding us or uh, reestablishing, i guess the the bond that lily and bliss have um even though uh last time we saw lily she was being violently destroyed by charlotte flair and ironically that would be an option uh for something for charlotte where it's like you know that's something they, they could circle back to not that i would i don't know if a lot of people would want to see that like that was kind of Done, but I mean, there's a solid revenge story there where she destroyed Lily and Whatever, um, Brian knowing that he wishes they would go back to Bliss's old persona. I, I initially thought this whole point would be to like change Alexa, do something different. This is very much the same Alexa that we saw once uh, she left. And again, I don't. I said it last week, and maybe even when they first announced this. I think maybe there's um, it's about the journey that we are going to get to a different Bliss. But with the second week in a row here of the same Bliss. I, I'm less hopeful of that. Um, but this one was it was a pretty short segment. Not not too much to really note other than you know, just kind of reminding us about Lily uh re- establishing her in 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 context, I guess. But John, do you have any thoughts about Alexa here uh on her second the second chapter of I guess of her journey back?
1: Uh yeah, there wasn't a whole lot. It was kind of just repetitive from last week with a little bit of a i guess a trap he was trying to trap her into you know obviously with the imaginary line there and then uh so we'll see where it goes but i i i like you do not think it's going to go anywhere too off the tracks from what we've been seeing already in the past couple months
0: yeah national points out the change could be in time it could be you know more often than not though these days especially i don't necessarily see um I don't know. I I I've, I've, I hate to say it, I'm becoming kind of skeptical. Of just like at this point, I feel like more often than not, WWE at least kind of like makes it pretty clear where they're gonna go. Or something we haven't really seen any kind of hint that she's gonna change at all. She's very much. It's just been the same bliss. Um, and the doctors noted that she's like, I guess re- 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 rejuvenated. But now they're trying to kind of work on her more mentally and make sure she's kind of like rehabilitated. I guess being the difference there was yet. So I don't know, but. I'm hopeful because I want the best for and Bliss's character here. And I think that she could be great. And that's just saying, we've oh, got to have faith. I'm trying. All right? I'm trying. Raw, Raw just beats it out of me, but I'm trying. Um, I'm hopeful. I, I think, you know, if being as talented as she is, I think that she could, um, you know, she's doing the best to make the most of it. I think she could do even better than this in terms of what she's being handled. Uh got a couple of comments dating back to the Rumble here. Uh, Laura and uh, Jeremy asking about Paige. Obviously, former Davis Champion Paige forced her retire years ago uh and obviously it feels like every rumble these days you know there's some speculation is Paige gonna return she's teased it before she she has made a quote she's like she's trying to come back i haven't heard anything about whether she's cleared or not i i mean we know that sean ross apple reported that lita was cleared lita lita was cleared Paige, i have not heard anything along those lines uh other than just kind of vague teases and her kind of maybe you know playing with the fans (laughs) a little bit this is
1: uh this is the first time and I'll say about nine, eight to nine years that we don't have to speculate about CM Punk being in the Royal Rumble. It's like a first. I I'm not used to this.
0: I mean, while while you bring it up, you know, we talked. we were talking about it last week. All the talk about the Forbidden Doors and you know WWE working with other promotions, and then you know some some people being like, oh, maybe maybe we'll do the unthinkable and work with AW. And like, you know, I I thought for a second because could, they could bring in Chris Jericho because obviously the history there a grain of salt but there are reports this weekend or maybe even today that it's not gonna be aw there's not gonna be any any kind of crossover like that and i beyond any kind of like wild speculation that i may have had at first i was like i I realistically knew like that would just be too too crazy That, that we could have somebody else i from somewhere else i don't know but uh, obviously today, the talk of the town's been Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes of Sharmuslap reported obviously today that Cody Rhodes of AEW is a free agent, the reigning TNT champion. So that's when the talk of the to town. A lot of people wondering, could Cody Rhodes open the rumble? No, I I don't see it. I like he just wouldn't. You know, I I'm I I'm not speaking for him. Obviously, I don't know anybody could do anything at, at any time. But this is a company that made him stardust, so I don't think he's coming back. Like, and, and, you know, in, in a world where he, he's a free agent, he could do what he wants. Could he resign WWE? Yes. Would he? Why? Like, like the guy helped build his own company. He could leave, but why go back to a place that you're kind of just watching change into, into some place that you may not want to go? You know, and that's just saying the news about Cody it was surprised. I didn't see that. Uh, coming in general, I don't see him returning. I I don't see it. It'd be cool in a way. Obviously, I, I grew up. Cody Rhodes was in WWE, was doing good things. I don't see it. You know, the the wrestling world's a wild, wonderful, unpredictable place. That one for me is a step too far. I don't know if you disagree, John, but like that's just too crazy to me. I can't see it.
1: Uh, yeah, I can't see it. I doubt it's going to happen. I would be all for it, and I would think that it would be awesome, though now of course i'm biased so that's why i'm saying that but uh i think it would be like a middle finger or like a like a i don't even know I, I just think it would it would shift the world a little bit like it did a couple years ago when, of course but i mean it would make sense from in a way because like that's i mean it's really his home that's where he grew up that's where his i mean we got the tournament coming up in nxt i mean that makes sense um but John, there's now, so many moving parts. You've got, I you know, the TBS care. shows, though, all belongs. this other stuff. It's where he belongs. Enough with this other crap. Take him back home. <laughs> now it won't happen, of course. I think it's just. I think he's working everybody. I think uh, there's often times where, fightful and just, not Rustling just them, news but, in general, yeah, in general, yeah. The media in general releases news that. Kind of stirs the pot, it's factual, of course, but yeah. it still it still stirs the pot in a way of like, okay, you know, basically, like in a nutshell, like, okay, what's your point? Like, okay, he's a free agent, but like, okay, what's your point? Like, he's not going anywhere, you would think. Um, that was well, my I guess...
0: gut reaction, too. But it is noteworthy, obviously, he's a champion and he's he's an EVP, he's a founder of the company, so you know, it is uh eye opening that that is the case. Not speaking of things that probably won't happen. This is this remains a very popular theory. So many people want to see DJ saying we could we could see a Shield union. We could see Dean Ambrose, John Moxley, come back to the Rumble. I think that's even more unlikely. I mean, like considering all of the circumstances involved there. Don't have to get into that one, but John Moxley not coming back. Both, <laughs> I think, because of him, him and his feelings, and I don't think WWE would want really oh, come, come, on, come, uh, come on man, come on. Grant, like in a way I could see it because obviously Rollins Reigns that the story's there on paper. If you, if you take out all the BS and stuff, I could see that.
1: Especially when they just they like they literally I don't know if it was them or somebody, just announced his return match for, for GCW. Mox.
0: Yeah, that yeah. is yeah. next. So
1: like there. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like, okay, so he's definitely not gonna be there. Now I thought this whole thing has been a big deploy a big media stir like come on there's we got they got mickey james okay whatever like you're not cool. getting you're not getting moxley you're not getting cm Punk. you're not getting mjf any of those guys like, it's the bar, not folks, happening I'm like i'm sorry you're you're gonna get somebody like Tyler Breeze, Fandango, Mojo, <laughs> Raleigh—that's going to be your big like surprise entrant. It's not going to be like Kenny Omega. Like, come on. No. Expectations are here. Should lower the here. bar, folks. I'm sorry. I'm
0: sorry. It's fun to be excited, but I myself, at least, always find it better to, to just, you know, lower the bar, set the set the bar low, and then if it's higher than that, if the outcome is higher, then you get <laughs> to be even more excited and happy. But if you if you set the bar too high. If you walk into our rumble and you say, "Oh, hey, we're gonna see," I mean, I thought I thought for a second Chris Jericho could be a possibility. But now I'm like, all right, it's probably
1: going to be. I don't. I don't want to bring back the toaster comment. So let's just move on. I do want to mention. You mentioned you know the
0: just uh, media and fans going to hop on stuff. I think it was last week. I think I uh, may have been after our, our show on Monday, maybe even Tuesday, Wednesday. The Corey Graves news about Corey Graves getting cleared. Like, I mean, that's cool, right? But like, I saw that. I was like, all right, like he might be a surprise entering in the Rumble. Like, fine, but like everyone was like getting excited about him. Like, I don't really. It's all right if he comes back. Cool if he if he comes back to the ring. Like anything beyond that, cool. But like I barely remember his NXT run because I was you know not as passionate a fan of NXT back then. Uh, and likewise, the news about Saudi Arabia, the Saudi Arabia show in the the Elimination Chamber. It's like all right, you know, it's it's whatever. You know, it's, it's the Elimination Chamber. It's the first time it'll be there. It's all right. Like the graphics like, were sick, man.
1: I'm digging the green and yellow. Yeah.
0: Change the colors made, made it look a little, a little different. It's just interesting. Obviously, I don't mean as hypocritical. I was hypocritical. I am in the line of, of wrestling news. I write this stuff up. It's my job to report it. But kind of seeing some of the reactions and the buzz around it, it's like I sometimes don't necessarily agree with it. Maybe I'm a little j- Maybe I'm too, too jaded for me. I'm good. I don't know. Corey Graves, I mean, that's yeah, cool. And that's just he, he could be in the Rumble. Yeah, they, could, they could do the kind of cool thing of like, oh, he said the announcer's t- table and his theme plays and entries the ring. Like, that's cool. That could be kind of fun. I just. I uh, uh, you know it's just interesting to me just kind of see how uh, to see how these things unfold. We still, I brought up a quote it was because I don't think we all talk about it last week. Stephen Chambers saying maybe we'll see, you know, if if he does come back beyond just a, a brief rumble thing, maybe he'll get involved with this this power couple stuff that it couple, the grit couple he's mentioning uh they could help Liz and Mary's versus Edge and Beth. Maybe um I just I I know he, the the report was that it was cleared, but I kind of like Beth. I don't know if that means he'll come back just for the Rumble. I don't know if that means he'll come back for anything beyond that. I, I just don't know. Um, you know, there's just no real, no real way to know at this point. Um, but you know, I if he comes back, cool, it'll be kind of a, a nice fun moment. Uh, Deedee's asking if I think if we think W will play with the crowd with like any kind of fake characters, they. In the world of social media these days, that I cannot imagine they would do that. They would never hear the end of it. Not that I think they even care that much, but that's just that's a new low. Like if they had like a fake CM Punk or something, I no, they would the wouldn't.
1: the the Saudi show is going on as planned. I see comments about COVID will stop travel plans. No, that's that's not gonna stop travel plans. The show will be on. They wouldn't advertise it a month in advance if they knew there was any shadow of a doubt that they weren't gonna be able to go. Um I'm 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 sure they already got they're probably taking a private charter flight anyway. So like Saudi over there, it's like I, I don't know if it's better or worse or what, but they probably are like kinda of like whatever, like they want the entertainment. I am like ninety nine point nine nine percent sure. I don't know about you, but me, that the show will go on and it will be in Saudi Arabia. I mean Oh uh, yeah, I,
0: I would say barring like catastrophe, it is the seventeenth right now. The show is on February nineteenth. Yes, things are are rough right now. Uh, they'll probably be rough for the next couple of weeks, but um, that hasn't stopped WWE yet. They've literally pressed on actively despite you know reported outbreaks within the company itself. Um, so I, I I would say I'm rough things like get exponentially worse in the next couple of weeks.
1: I mean, we're about I, to have a full. $30,000 thirty thousand 30, people show at the Rumble, yeah. a 70,000 people show at WrestleMania. Um, like, I, I get the concern everything, but, like, things have been rough for, like, two years now. Not just two months, not just two yeah. days, but, like, two years. And, of course, things started out shaky. We had the PC for a year and a half or whatever it was. I really find it difficult to believe they're ever going to get back to that point with how not just... I mean, I guess the country, but the world is like kind of treating it more so like the flu and not like its own thing where now it's just like, okay, you just got to have a mask on or and or a vaccine or whatever. But like, I think the times of canceling events because of this are pretty much gone. The only time that would happen, I think at this point is if enough of the actual performers or competitors had had it where they had to.
0: Yeah. Uh, point, shout out to DJ here saying, Hey, Colin, just like Veer, this audience will come. Perfect segue, DJ. Thank you, John. Good news. Veer is still coming. He, we, we were worried. I think it was like a solid two weeks. They, they took him away from us. So we were left wondering whether he was indeed still coming, but he has not finished coming yet. He's still going to come at some point. Some point he's going to get that wonderful moment. And I was tweeting with someone about it on Twitter and uh they said it'll probably come at the their rumble and i said hey that's a good idea you know he's probably good. he probably wants to make it uh, a nice special moment it'll be the climax of a nice uh, exciting journey obviously he's been coming for a couple of weeks now so once once you reach that pinnacle you're gonna want to make it you know meaningful and what where better to come than the royal rumble so i think that's a wonderful thing and i just again i've said before it's more of a reflection of the quality of Raw these days. In the fact, I just I, I I literally got so excited when the Veer vignette aired this week where I was like, oh, thank goodness. Yes, like this is still a thing. Cause it's just so much fun and all the jokes and people like have a good time with it. Ian, I, I saw at least some reports that they don't actually have a plan for it. They just know that it's funny. If that's true, fine. It's fun. Like it's it's harmless to me at this point. Uh, not just joking that am be becoming next year at this point keep, keep him coming all year long why not non-stop uh, at this point surprising, me I don't even I don't know uh Michael Covenant joking send a Veer. they they kind of uh, borrowed from AW there send hook a little bit uh they did that during one of the vignettes that that's not Michael like making a joke they actually did that at one point I think they've gone back to just saying that uh beer is coming uh DJ's asking if his name was a heel or face ironically or i think that at the very least there will be a section of fans that cheer him because because you know people that have fun with it and like want to kind of you know you know make it make it fun or or or, you know cheer for him because it's fun um i i the the vignettes seem like a pretty generic monster heel kind of thing although as as, uh basic as they've been like they've been very limited um (laughs) Eddie, you know, I I don't want to, I never want to make light releases, but it's like beer could come in the rumble and be gone from TV until he's eventually released. I mean, I hate to say it, but I feel it's possible. Uh, Nothing. You can't
1: really light the out at this point. He'll make his debut at the Saudi show in February. Also possible, also be a good place to come,
0: you know, a, a nice, meaningful place. Again, make it special. Um, again, it's just a, a a sign of the times that I, I get this excited, the fact that, like, this is still a thing. i was still to joke about it. Because otherwise, we're sitting here, folks, we've been talking about the Rumble. we talk about other stuff. We haven't really been talking about all tonight. And there's a reason for that. Like, there wasn't a whole lot to talk about. And, like, the stuff that was, like, I, you know, I don't want to, like, hammer on all the bad stuff. The
1: stuff I don't like, care for um There was just a lot of meaningless stuff. Like, for example, the four on four tag match that we saw had literally no meaning except at the end when the Mysterios, quote unquote, eliminated the Street prophets, and then Rey threw Dominic over, proving that you know you always going to keep your guard out. But I did see this as a foreshadowing because I do think at the Rumble one of the Mysterios will eliminate the other, which I think will kickstart the feud. But to my point, this was pointless. It's just silly, John. Like on commentary, they're like, oh,
0: there's there's eight people in the ring. It's almost like a Royal Rumble match. <laughs> and they were getting all excited about it. It was like, oh, my gosh, we're going to see it at the, Royal, at the Royal Rumble. And I was like, well, yeah. Like like we've seen every year for the past 30 years. Like that seemed really weird to me. And it wasn't just Jimmy Smith, the new guy. It was Byron and Corey, like people that very much know this is what you see. Um and I the 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 elimination thing was very silly to me. I was like, "Come on, man! Like, what's like, what's the point? They won the match. They 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 successfully coexisted. They were a team. And then Ray dumped him over the 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 mysterious dumped the street hop to the rope. And then Ray, as you said, John, dumped dump Dominic. Like, oh, gotta watch your back. Every man for himself. It's like, what did that prove? What did that prove? Why? You know, I just look like a like a jerk of a father. You know, now now like, imagine that call right home. Like, well, gee, Dad, like, why why you do that? Like. Yeah, DJ DJ pointing out uh, as you said, John, you were predicting that one of them will split. Um, yeah, I gotta think because we saw that. Usually W likes to do the quote unquote red herring and go the other way. So I have to think it'll be Dominic but I'm like, Oh, I'll show you, Dad, you know, this is what you taught me, and now and now we're we're gonna have a problem. Uh and, and Steven agreeing as well.
1: Well, uh, that that certainly wasn't all of the pointless things for the night. I also want to point out that we had a match between Omos and Reggie that was about 25 seconds. What can you say about a segment like this? It made Omo- Omos look dominant, but we already know that he's a monster and he's dominant. So did any of this segment help anyone?
0: Nesha, trying to be positive here, Nesha points out Reggie and Dana were backstage before the match. They were the 24-7 group, if you will. It was, uh, you know, arch True Akira, and Tamina at this point. And they are kind of eating popcorn, watching in the background. Okay, she says that was funny. I mean, fine, like, Cool, you know, I didn't dislike that. It's par for the course, I guess. But yes, Raw 2022, Reggie versus Almost was a match that happened. um And yes, we know the Almost is this—he's the colossus. He's this big dude. Like, if you didn't, like, there's no shadow of a doubt that Almost is going to win. And then they they drew it out for like an extra five seconds because the 24/7 crew came out and they all got like tossed in the ring. They had this weird stare down with Tamina and Almost. I'm like, are you trying to tell me? That Tamina and Almost is this cool? Sta- like no, no. Okay, stop,
1: stop. Tamina's only involved in this because she will eventually be the one that takes the title from Dana. I'm assuming.
0: Yeah, yeah. And and Almost won. Like once he kind of cleared the ring of everyone else, probably like
1: ten seconds. Uh, he. So to talk a, about a little bit of the positives and about him in general, he deserves to have a. Solid, dominant showing in the Royal Rumble. I have to think Sim- he will. Yeah. Similar to what Brock Lesnar had a few years ago whenever he was with Keith Lee and Drew McIntyre and all that stuff, and he was like 1 through 15 just dominating everybody. Omos needs something like that because if he's going to continue to be booked like this, we haven't really seen somebody be booked this dominant that's not just, like, irrelevant for a long time like he is winning matches he's looking good now of course Karrion Cross did this for a little bit and then he went bye-bye so let's hope that it's not a repeat of that but he he reminds me like I, I don't know to me he's like the perfect candidate to defeat Damian Priest at Wrestlemania for the title and um I'll let you give your thoughts, but then I want want to segue that into talking about Damian Priest, who I believe tonight suffered his first pinfall loss on the main roster.
0: At least in a singles match, I believe. Yes. Because there's the one point match. Miz pinned him when he didn't have pants on. And I think that was a handicap match. But yeah. uh, for almost, Brian's saying uh, he'll have like a cane kind of performance, homemade the most people in the Rumble. I would think that's a fair prediction. I mean, he's a monster. He's the biggest dude that's going to be in the match. Uh, at least uh, more specifically, saying that almost when they eight to 10 people, maybe then you'll have like three or four team up sounds about right uh, michael i mean anything can happen here uh saying so maybe we'll get braun we coming back just to face almost i mean at the time part of the narrative around braun getting released was the fact that at least the uh the you know speculation or connecting the dots like maybe there was a feeling that they didn't need someone as ex- expensive as braun because they had almost maybe that's not confirmed obviously that's kind of people kind of uh predicting why things happened and i think it's possible again almost could break the record for Muslim nations they're gonna want i would imagine want him to look impressive something that would look, would not look impressive national pointing out it would give him a title would be uh him beating dana Brooke twenty four seven title keep him far away from that i don't, I don't think that would do him any favor at this point um so yeah i'm sure he'll i'm sure he'll have a good performance um if they want to, they, they could push him to, to, to beat priest. But um, at this point, I don't know how much I'm going to even help him because as you said, John got to talk about Damien priest. Damien supposedly got the rub from edge tonight. Cause so he was backstage edge. even he gave the rub to Dana Brooke, or I guess, Edge and Beth, we're talking to Dana Brooke and, and Reggie and edge wisely told Reggie, like, no, you don't, have, you don't have a chance in hell against almost, but do your best kid. Uh, and, and Beth, you know, pulled dana aside and was like you know good job for sticking out and winning a title Um, you know good moment for her that's fine uh but then damien kind of work lurk, working in the background and he tells uh, uh, edge says oh i've seen your dark your dark side lately and damien quipped oh yeah i guess you could say i'm a little edgy humor john um <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> and then Damien was like, Yeah, I got I got a dark side and I, I can't always contain it. And I tweeted about this. I was like, this is like those cringy teenagers in high school that have like, I guess not to be redundant, but a dark side or or have like anger problems and they think it makes them cool. So they're like, oh yeah, like I, I got this dark side, like I'm I'm all bad or whatever. And it's like it's, that's not cool. Like that's not like who would go around talking about the dark side? You wouldn't be proud of it. But then he said, um, to oh then he bumped into kevin owens i think kevin owens came up i think after edge left and he was like uh I, I tweeted he was like if you don't want to see my inner damage tonight you better you better not wake him up i'm like who writes this crap like i like there was a solid chunk of time no more than four months ago when priest was i tweeted about it we, we we somewhat disagreed i tweeted that he was one of the best parts of raw you tweeted you may have disagreed with that. I'm saying, yet again, the bar is very low. So to say that he's one of the best parts of Raw, really isn't saying much, but I was saying, he, uh, I guess implying, he was booked well, he was winning matches, he was looking good, he was a champion, picking up wins, you know, very, very fundamental, basic things uh, that would, in theory, sell him to success, and out of the blue, they strap him with this, um, I don't want to say split personality thing, but like this demonic, like, he- uh, good and evil thing that like if you if trigger his inner damien then he loses control and, and he, he gets dq'd all the time and it's a thing and he can't contain it and yes he got pinned he had a good match with kevin owens owens it was a weird promo owens seemed like awkward and i'm not sure what they were doing um and then we'll talk about what, what owens wound up doing but for the match itself owens pinned priest no no questions asked like just pinned him in a, in a hard fought match it was good and we got a comment earlier uh from steven saying owens could win the us title now we'll talk about Kevin Owens here, but yes, it is worth pointing out Owens did pin Damian Priest, which has been very rare. I did. Ma- I should mention, yes, uh, Owens played possum. Awesome. He pretended to hurt his leg, so it was I put a little asterisk next to it. It wasn't clean as a whistle, but he still pinned him uh, again, which is very rare for Priest here. Um, and this is definitely a rare case where I'm perfectly okay with the champion getting pinned because a Owens needed this very, very much because he's been taking a lot of L's lately, well, at least on TV, and b Again, Priest, like I, I don't know, man. I, I don't think they, he's definitely not the point where he needs to be like protected at all costs uh, and never take losses. Um, and I'm not trying to, be, I'm not going to like catastrophize and say like, oh, he, he lost here, therefore like they, they're giving up on him. I'm not, I'm not seeing that at all. But maybe he's not like being being slotted as the next top guy anymore. Because and I, and I would say that's probably the right call. My two
1: cents. Well, I'll tell you this about it. I don't understand that they kind of, uh, without really, cause like if he's going to lose a match clean, there should be like something behind it. This was kind of like a random match they put together. Uh, if Owens and Rollins are both going to be respective U S and universal champions, I think it would provide exceptional entertainment on raw, especially if they happen to be on the same page. Of course, Looking at the two main t- title pictures right now, with uh, Lesnar, Lashley, and then and then Reigns and Rollins, it's it's impossible to tell who's going to come out of the rumble as the winner and who's going to be on which brand after that's over. Like. Who's going to be on Raw? Is it going to be Rollins? Is it going to be Lesnar? Who's going to be on SmackDown? Is it going to be Reigns? Like, who knows? Well, Rollins did say, "We'll talk." Like, perfect segue that that
0: we did have Owens out in the ring Uh, before this match. He had Rollins down for the uh, for the Kevin Owens show, talking about the Rumble, talking about their friendship, talking about their goals. And Rollins did say that if he does, he said, "When he wins, when he beats Reigns at the Rumble, that he will stay on Raw. That he will bring the title back to Raw. That he will." Uh, change the title back to the red straps and, and just as it used to be uh, in theory in theory if that happens if, if if something crazy happens then Lesnar could move to SmackDown because he is technically a free agent at least in universe so that's one possibility um I th- I have to think that they're doing something with Owens and Rollins here as you said as he said John maybe maybe that could be that they both want up being the champions, and I think that would be fun having them kind of as this like unofficial two man power trip kind of thing, where like they're the champions and they're kind of running things, and then they eventually they eventually uh, you know split up and, and they do the classic Owens Jericho festival friendship. I've been seeing that a lot lately. I'm sure that's probably if, if they stick it out, uh, on going to happen at some point. Um, but there was one line, and a lot, a lot of people picked it up on this, where Owens called Ronce's his best friend. And a lot of people were like, ah, Owens is turning on turning on at the Rumble and we're going to go with the feud right away and we're not going to see any of this. I, and then there's the flip side. The flip side was, I thought there's a little part like, if Rollins does win, I think it'd be interesting if, I mean, again, the whole, Owens' whole character's point is that he can't be trusted. So then he could still turn on Rollins and, and because he wants the title, because uh, Owens even said, one, he like kind of uh, pushed Rollins. So when Rollins said, oh yeah, I'll stay on Raw. And he's like, oh, you're going to stay on Raw? With the title? And kind of implying like, oh, that, that he would uh, make a play for it because that's what he does. Um, so maybe he'll turn on him after the fact. And then there's something interesting. Again, we always talk about long-term booking. Owens and Rollins had a lengthy feud two years ago, WrestleMania 36. Uh, uh, this, this year, be well, two years for WrestleMania 36. They, they're ignoring that conveniently. But that could kind of come into play here where maybe in a double twist, he could be like, oh, I didn't like you all along. I've been playing you all along or whatever. Uh, They have options here. I think it's interesting you mentioned that uh, it is hard to call. Um, I just, I, people, people seem split. A lot of people think that Rollins need to win. I still, I can't, again, uh, Reigns beat Cena and Lesnar and Edge and Dan O'Brien and Owens and all these people and to have it end with Rollins, not no knock on Rollins at all, but I just don't know if that's
1: it. Good point, I guess, but uh, I think uh, the, the positive thing in the end is no matter what, it's unpredictable.
0: Yeah, that it is, and uh, and that's like I'm looking forward to. It. I'm looking forward to seeing how it plays out. They have options, and I think that anyone, one of them could be very, very good for the, the road ahead. Looking forward to WrestleMania. Uh, speaking of which, plenty of things, plenty of other things to, to dig, dig into here. One of the good things that people seem to like about the show was the uh alpha academy graduation ceremony coming off of last week where yes alpha academy uh, chad gable and otis won the raw tactic title to try and find a comment yeah uh Deirdre saying that it was good um so yeah uh they announced this i think shortly maybe before before the show or they at the very least had like a little screen of it during, early on the show so gable notice come out they're wearing caps and gowns um in fittingly colored for red for raw and gable gives kind of his graduation speech and uh the, the, the fans are brewing it and he says don't boo education that's gross <laughs> that's such a great lines like oh man um and he's praising otis and he's like my number one guy in my store people otis and he kisses him on the cheek um and it's fun i liked it like i i think gable's doing great with this i'm very very glad gable's finally getting you know a sustained run at least in the, in the spotlight here, you know, it's a Titan champion. Good for him. God, Otis has uh, a title now. It's the first for him, other than Money of the Bank, obviously his first championship title. Uh, but then, yes, Riddle came out wearing a green, a green cap and gown. Um, apparently, John Riddle doesn't know what rematch means, even though he's on Raw, the land of rematches, comedy. Um, and this sets up, you know, uh, the challenge for an academic. Not decathlon, but an, ac- an academic contest of sorts. Otis' reaction was not very pleasant to that. Yeah, that's point of Otis's eyes when when Riddle came out, and when Chad Gable uh, laid down the challenge for said academic challenge, because uh, Otis knows, like, oh, that that's not that's not his forte. Uh, now, granted, I think <laughs> it might be kind of a, a net zero because you've got Riddle and Otis, and the whole point is so Riddle doesn't know what a rematch is. And Otis is the guy that when he was first on the main roster was making smoothies with like meat, and he was eating ham, and he was doing stuff. Turkey legs. Yeah, it's not not exactly the 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 brains of the operation here, uh, based on what we're seeing character wise. Uh, but then you got they got Randy Orton. I, I would imagine a very smart man, and obviously Master Gable, the 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 four student or graduate i should say so we do know next week it will be the academic challenge i instantly thought of uh the pandemic era street profits and Viking raiders uh sports contests cinematic stuff like this feels like a, a an indirect sequel or or you know i don't know tribute's the right word but kind of a, a callback to that uh oddly enough or but it, it, because it's an academic thing they could do it in the ring have like a chalkboard or something i don't know I'm sure it'll be fun. Like, they announced the graduation thing. I thought that's kind of cool. Um, But I think, hey, if if Riddle, he who does not know what a rematch is, costs RK-Bro this academic challenge, I think Randy might have a problem with that. And that could be kind of maybe one of the final straws that breaks the camel's back with Steve Chambers saying, please put RK-Bro. And I do think that this could be kind of one of, or this next week will be the the last level for Rumble. So then, if Riddle... uh, doesn't hold up his end of the bargain here. Randy could be frustrated with Rumble, and whether he either he takes it out on Riddle and Rumble or something goes sideways and Riddle accidentally eliminates him or, or so or something. I do think that, that that's where we're going, and we're going to uh get there anyway. But I'm um, it'll be fun. There, j- there'll be plenty of jokes and and good times to be had by all, but John, what do you think about.
1: I think it's going to be really good and entertaining, and uh, it's going to be hard to flop on this one. They would really have to try to screw this up for it to go wrong, and I have the utmost faith that this will lead to – and, like, we originally thought at the Rumble that we were going to get, like, them both in the Rumble and then turning on each other there. At this point, it appears we're just going to get a two-on-two rematch for the tag titles, and then maybe something goes wrong there. So, maybe I don't know.
0: It's possible. But then maybe maybe they have a rematch, they lose, and then at the rumble, then they still I, I still think we're gonna see that. i predicting that as well. Uh seeing that this kind of you know, some kind of acceleration on Riddle's part that kind of starts the official uh the breakup. But Nasha is saying, hey, like what if what if they, she, she doesn't want to spot? What if they don't break up. The money's in them breaking up. This is what they do. The story's there. And as you said, John, with, with the academic challenge, you have to, like, work hard to screw this up. This has been in the works for months now. It's right there for the taking. Just do it. Just do they, should, the they
1: should just do Wheel of Fortune. Like Vidal um, like, like, like wanted. He, like, he, yeah, he, he and he then you actually have Pat Sajak and Vanna White come in and, and do it uh you mentioned uh
0: i think you mentioned Otis lunchbox a minute ago uh national point he, otis needs to bring the lunch lunchbox back i really wanted otis to say like his classic oh yeah kind of line during the graduation like, uh, like he did it yeah like i don't know uh, that would have like really made me very happy he didn't do it but alas i, I can dream um dj point out they're still selling the merch so they won't break up until the moment until the breakup actually happens and probably will happen they'll, they'll also be selling it that very night uh, until it happens, they're going to keep selling. They're going to they're going to milk that cash cow as long as they possibly can, and until until it either until it dries up, as they sometimes do, or until they decide to stop milking it and uh, focus on the individual cows in that sense. Um, but no, you look forward here with you know what could happen after that. Steven's saying maybe Orton, get, he's saying Orton needs a title push. I I was doing some research earlier today. Orton is currently tied with Triple H, uh, tied for third. I guess Cena and Flair are tied at the at the top of the leaderboard, and then it's Orton and Triple H tied for all time world title reigns. So I got to think at some point, I think Orton might win and get that tiebreaker there. That's at some point. He's still he's still going. You know, he has not slowed down, so I'm sure that he'll do just fine there. I like this pitch where, where we cover XT. I like this pitch from Brian uh, saying, you could bring Andre Chase into the mix for Alpha Academy. I think that'd be really, really fun. Alpha Academy, Andre Chase, Chase University. There's something there. I, I like that. That's a good one. Uh, maybe, maybe he'll transfer or get a new job uh, leaving Andre Chase. We got, we got DJ Cassier in all caps saying, get rid of Nicky A.S.H., bring back the old Nicky Cross. So let's just dive right in here. John, one week... One week after the the uh, questionable, questionably executed split of Nikki Ash and Ray Ripley, we had we had two video packages. We had a Nikki Ash promo. We had a Ray Ripley promo, and uh, a last minute advertised match of Nikki SH and Ray, Ray Ripley, Nikki saying that, no, she's, she's not the villain of the story. It was Ray, Ray, Ray Ripley. Cause Ray's the one that broke up the team. Ray was the bad friend. Ray was one that, 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 that caused all this. She's still the almost superhero. And then John, she said, Raya is going to need a superhero whether she wants one or not. And I said, wait a minute. Nikki's is not a superhero. She's almost a superhero. That's the whole point of this that, whole thing. What are we doing? Like what? She's not a superhero. Alas, Samantha. Uh, and, then, and then Rhea said, I've got to remind everybody, including including Ray Ripley, who I am. And lo and behold, before we, before we go to commercial, we see the graphic. One week after the split, Nikki, Rhea, and the singles match. And my thought is like, why we not draw us out? They and they already they tried to like uh like, cram like probably at least two weeks to build here. They got we got two interviews, uh, and obviously the two video packages here. I thought they could have at least drawn it out for another week. Probably longer would have been better. And then of course, yes, we come back for commercial. Time for the match. Queens Zelina and Camella, uh, the the only remaining tag team in the women's tag team division, they're the champions, remind you, uh, that, that they come out and say and then my thought is, like, what are they doing? Like, why do they care? Like they broke up, like they're not a team anymore. And then they they just wanted to brag, like, oh, we were right that that, that Rhea uh, was holding, or that Nikki in this case was holding Rhea down. And then they said John. Then they said, oh, Rhea, like you need a tag partner because you don't have the guts to one to hold the title on your own, John. She did, <laughs> like she held the title on her own. She beat Charlotte Flair.
1: What? There, so there was no match here, of course. Uh, but I think this segment worked to solidify Nikki as the heel in the situation. Nothing special. Nikki sold the intensity of the attacks well. Rio was laying there, not a whole lot to say. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. There, like you said, there's no other teams right now. Uh, I can't even think of like there, there's no who, who else would they form. Like, there's nobody.
0: Yeah, you can't even just blame it on the tiger at this point because even if you try to think of like people they could just randomly throw together, they don't have a lot of depth in the first place. You know, they've got on raw dew drop, now challenging for the Roman title, with Morgan, Mac Belair, um Tamina, was used like on the periphery in the twenty four seven thing. That's really about it. On SmackDown, things are not much better at all. Charlotte Floyd doesn't even have a view to this point. And obviously, you could uh, think of NXT, <laughs> NXT call ups, but you know, that's. Aaliyah, Natalia. <sighs> Don't we get me story about the three second match on SmackDown. My gosh. Um, there are
1: no other no other females I could think of at this time, which is why Vicki James is in the Royal Rumble match. <laughs>
0: yeah. And then Eddie pointing out, think of NXT stars, maybe Raquel on, on the women's side. I've got to think. They need somebody. Raquel Gonzalez has done all in NXT. Past time for her to come up. I gotta imagine that's gonna happen. Um, they've got slightly on SmackDown. Larry Rock pointing that up. They they have people. They're just not really building them up at all. So now we're stuck here where it's like, yeah, we have no idea how they could get out of this. Steven Chambers, I hate to say it, but you know, if they want, like we know, the bell is coming back for uh, for the Rumble. I feel like there is something be said for uh maybe at WrestleMania they won the titles and then they decide to just do away with them and say like all right it's been fun it's been real it's been uh i think three years as of this WrestleMania and just kind of realize it's not working um currently they still do have the nxc women's tag titles as well that's part of the problem because they at, for a brief time the champions could go across all three brands no longer the case uh, Michael was saying, for an cops cops you do have Dakota Kai, it was Shirai. Um, Michael was saying, we haven't, we haven't even seen Xayli or Shotzi on TV in weeks. It's true. Yikes. Oh, boy. But, yeah, they, they've they got people. They're just not using them. Well, actually, they've got some people. Got some They're just not using them, and that's part of the problem here. Um, now, we talked about the, uh, the Rollins, the Kevin Owens stuff. We talked about Priest, talked about Alpha. Um... One thing we did not touch on... Oh, boy, John. We had Vince McMahon on TV tonight once again. Blessed with his presence. And two days after WWE released, released a statement bashing AW for the bloody uh, street fight... Where uh, several of the women's competitors, uh, including Penelope you know, Ford, the Bonnie Takehani, and uh, Anna Jay, were bleeding profusely, and they called it—they just—they—they—they they, they just lambasted this, this brutal display of brutality. It was Absolutely horrible. True. How, could, how, how could? they do this like, John? Oh, but it's, it's so true. bad. How could? But then Vince McMahon, the, the the chairman of this company, threatens to beat Austin Theory with a bat and dismember him and brutalize him and send a selfie to his own mother. Something's here, John. It's
1: different. It's different. Mm. It's different because they're, they're they're it's different what words compared to actions are different so actually seeing it happening in with your own eyes in the ring is I will different agree than saying what I'm gonna do to be fair though, this was the, by design too. I completely think Vince did this by design as well. I think he knew what he was doing. I do, of, of course, but like to me, that's even worse because like he's the chairman of the company,
0: he's doing that, and and and
1: uh, I okay, you know what? I don't fine. We'll get to. I, 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 I'm still hoping this leads to Shane McMahon coming back somehow.
0: Could happen. I think there's a, there's a story we told there, but uh, with with all this, he said you told us in theory, hey, you've got a rematch with Finn Balor. Uh, this is Finn's first time on TV, I think since probably the middle of last month or so. It's been like a couple of weeks because <clears throat> Thought theory attacked him. It's fine. Uh, and McMahon said, yeah, if, if you lose, I will beat you up. I'll take a selfie and I'll send it to your own mother. Fine. I'm not going to you know, dig into that too much. I uh, we'll agree, disagree on that one. But uh, and then I'm watching this match and I'm like, all right, I want to see. Awesome Theory lose. I want to see them do this. I want to see Vince McMahon beat this man up and send himself to his mother and be this horrible person and do that and see what happens there because I think that'd be interesting. No, no, Awesome Theory won and that's fine. <sighs> well, all right. Good for Awesome Theory. Bad for Fandauer. You know, again, I, I look at Finn Balor at this point. I'm like, what are we doing? This man, it's former Universal Champion, he's challenged for your Universal Title Extreme Rules. He is by all rights a top star. A lot of people like him. He was former two, what, two time NXT champion. Had a great one NXT. Uh, reports for months are like, oh, we, the the RAW writers were begging him to come, like, to get Finn Balor on RAW. And this is what we get. Steve Chambers I think he's a Finn Bálor fan. Can't believe Finn got pinned clean. Don't know next to Finn. I have no idea what's Nxt Finn. I mean, he's going to it. Nxt. But those days are gone, John. Like he, if anything, like the, look at the AJ Styles. You're down for like one week for a confrontation, another week for a match. And then you're not going to see people go down for these sustained runs. I have to think. You know, it's not. It's not that day anymore. So then not even more. Then I'm like, what are we even doing here? You know, the next one I to want a theory to lose. Yeah, I think that would be been more interesting here. But no, I feel for Vindale, in this case, I'm a big fan of his as well. Um, I don't know where it's going. I, it's helping theory in the sense it's giving him wins over uh, a, a top star here. Uh, or again, someone who I, I still kind of view as one of the top stars, uh, who has a track record of a top star, that's just that's not handled like one. For a good match, at least, yeah, just saying that we, uh, AJ and Finn would be, a, a, you know, something we could, we could see on Raw. They're both on Raw. That would be a great match, but you know, F- Finn's been mishandled, and I think that that would not be as as good as it could have been. Um It's just a shame. Like, yeah, he's probably at this point one of the biggest examples of like people I think are getting misused here. Um You know, but no, Austin Theory is clearly on the rise here. I just think he's the new Vince McMahon guy that is very very clear he's been on tv with a guy uh for with, with vince mcmahon himself every pretty much every week that that, that vince has been on um dating back to survivor series so like that that means something and the fact that just working together and it's part of the storyline um i think we talked about it last week some someone had predicted that austin will be like the, the iron man of the rumble i think he'll have a good performance um you know i don't know where, where it's gonna go but um yeah, he's, he seems to be the new chosen one. And, you know, I, I still think he might be the guy that, that beats Priest at some point. Um, and that's not good for him. I think he's doing very well with this kind of – they give him the ball, and he's wrong with it. I think that's a very good thing. Um, so I can't really uh, complain about that. We're getting some comments about Mustafa Ali's release. No, he's not been released. It's disclaimer. He requested his release yesterday on Sunday. The reports broke about that um, because he, he tweeted, he literally tweeted, I I've, I've him my release. Uh, and then we had some more, some more details reported about that from Fightful. So, uh, so go check that out, but um, I'm rewriting it up as well, but um, it's using Fightful as a source. Uh, and, um, you know, there, there were, there some reports about what, what, what went into that. Not official. As far as we know, we have not heard any, any updates or anything like that. You know, just the heat that he, that he uh, requested his release. So we don't, we don't know anything about what's going on there. But as soon as we know more, uh, we'll report that, but as as of, as of right now, your question is: We've seen this before. People asked have asked for releases and not gotten them. I have to think it's going to be like Tony Storm. If you're going to tell me they're going to release dozens and dozens of people and then not let someone go willingly, that is a horrible, horrible look. So they let Tony Storm go once she asked for it. I have to think hasn't, as far as I know, it hasn't happened yet. But I, 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 have to think that they're going to let him go because, like, because he wants to go. Like, they, they, they can't pop. Like, know, at least my me looking at looking at it. From the, the far, far outside, I'm just thinking logically. Like they, that would not make any sense.
1: Nope. They're going to sit in a room. They're going to talk it out, and Ali is going to win the Royal Rumble. It's all I, work. It's all the work, and then he wins just, the Royal just Rumble. Just like the Cody Rhodes stuff, and um, then he's going to have another match against Mansoor in Saudi Arabia for Lumination Chamber. But he's here's the thing. He's going to win the Rumble. And he's gonna to have to put his like his royal rumble winning spot on the line and then man mansoor is gonna beat him in saudi arabia and then mansoor is gonna main event wrestlemania
0: perfect right you're, top gonna top
1: to, you're gonna have to move that to saudi arabia <laughs> because they don't want to see it over here goodness gracious
0: these are out, yeah part of the report was that something happened between Mustafa Ali and vince reportedly there may have been some disagreement some disagreement about um creative i don't know exactly what that was i don't want to speculate <laughs> about what 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 that situation was because I don't know don't want to put anything false out there I also heard the report that there may have been some disagreement and that's all there is that we know about it but that being said lastly here as far as I can tell oh there oh okay we had a segment about edge and and, and Maurice um Beth fans got hit with a brick and I don't know why I, I laughed <laughs> Maurice brings out a, like she hits a uh, with of a purse and she exits with Miz. she pulls out a brick <laughs> I'm like this her with a brick on national TV and then two minutes later she's, she's telling Ms., oh don't don't curse because your kid's watching at home. they just watched their mom hit this other woman with a brick in the head. So I thought that was just kind of came off kind of funny. My biggest takeaway two two things here this feud should be really really cool and it hasn't really been you know the the initial edge and in this thing was kind of cool and then that kind of lost its luster Beth comes back got a brief kind of, kind of you know surge from that. And ever since, like Maurice, like not wanting to wrestle here, and, and uh, I don't know, she's trying to back out of the match tonight. She was trying to get Beth to be like, "Hey, let's be friends. Let's let's have our kids go on a play date." And Beth is thankfully actually sm- smart for a minute. So she said, "No, you're you're just trying to like, you're a liar." <laughs> like, uh, and she insulted him his acting skills, and then. And then she's like, oh, but I, I want to fight you. So let's, let's give it the, let's give the fans a preview of the Royal Rumble tonight. She goes to the ring and then the Miz attacks edge. And I'm like, you had to know that Miz was going to like Maurice said, obviously Maurice of, of high honor said, oh, uh, uh, uh Miz is not here tonight. So don't worry about that. Come on. You knew she was, the Miz was somewhere. This was a trap. Cost line. It's a trap. Like, you know, it's a trap. Like, don't, don't fall for this stuff. Like, they booked the Bayfaces so badly like, they just any sense like again. Beth had one little moment of, of logic and reasoning, and then that's out the window. And then uh, uh, Miz and, and Maurice get the upper hand. And next week, John. Next week, Miz is throwing Maurice the birthday party. They announced three segments for next week, and none of them are, are wrestling matches because this is not a wrestling show. We're going to get uh, Maurice's birthday party. We're going to get the championship weigh-in for Bobby Lashley, and Brock Lesnar. And oh, of course the, the uh, Alpha Academy Academic Challenge. And I'm sure the, that 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 will be fun. But I don't know. I, are, are you enjoying the build here for this uh, mixed tag match? Before we dive into the main event and get out of here,
1: I don't really have a whole lot to add. It should be a decent match, I think. The build has been pretty good for for what we've seen so far. I just thought
0: one better. I thought like it's this cool, like you know. Just this, this mixed tag between Edge and Miz, two, two like kind of top former champions here, uh, and then obviously Beth and Maurice Marissa history. Like, it just felt like they could have been kind of fun uh, or more meaningfully, more special. And it's, they're just doing this kind of typical, ordinary stuff. And again, I feel like a lot of time Edge does has done things throughout this run. It's like that he like doesn't exactly follow the the the, uh, the typical um, you know. The, the templates is like he's not the, the the stereotypical baby face or he's been a baby face but he, he does things a little, a little more different a little more interesting it brings the brood character back it is this the other thing this is very very like just copy and paste uh ordinary i want it better it's unfortunate maybe 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 we'll you know they'll do something fun next week at the very least Stephen even saying maybe someone get kicked in the in the face next week that would at least be kind of fun um all right but with that being said last up here main event I'd Lashley, Seth Rollins. Good match. You know, Rollins and Edge, or sorry, Rollins and Lashley. They're both great. They'll, they'll both be challenging for their uh, respective titles of the, the Royal, Royal Rumble. But then you kind of knew, like, neither one could really take the fall here. You can't have Lashley actually lose because he's facing Brock Lesnar. You can't have Rollins actually lose. So he's facing Roman Reigns. So what do you do, John? You literally recreate to a T, the, as they already did, the initial split of the Hurt Business. They had the Hurt Business come out and attack. Uh, uh Ashley which is exactly what they did when they broke up the first time and then they reunited and did absolutely nothing with them so Cedric Alexander and Sel- Shel Benjamin come out they attack Ashley match ends in the DQ because of course it does then they and then Ashley's like oh no problem no problem dude I- he just dominates them anyway so you know next or now uh, we know that we'll see the way in next week I have to imagine maybe ne- maybe not next week if I had to guess it Maybe two weeks, handicap match, Ashley versus Seth Shelton, can happen. I just I feel out my bones, and if that that, no, that wasn't great, and then the Usos come out and they attack Ron's. so at least that's like something kind of interesting. Like, all right, you know, there you go. At least that's like something. But then if obviously the, then the, the the brand split's dead because they're on Raw and nothing matters, and, and and like the the boundaries of Raw and SmackDown are non-existent, and again leading many people to wonder what's next in that regard, but. That was wrong. Yeah, event?
1: I thought the main event was pretty good. Just the match itself, the Spirit of the Barricade, the ending there. Um, probably a handicap match, I'd say you're right. But, I mean, by uh, looking at the show from an overall standpoint, um, I would probably... I wouldn't, I don't know if I'd go 7. I'd probably say 6.7. What about you? Well, we're going to go 7 from Brad. You're
0: giving it a 6.7. Uh, man. All right. I'll try and go generous with a 6.2. I just, I was not feeling it tonight. Again, probably about 10 minutes in. Nesha giving it a seven as well. DJ down with a 4.5. Steven with a 6.5. Um, seems to be like we're, we're, I feel like we're roughly in this range pre consistently here now. Um, again, it's a sign of the times here. Or with a 6.9. You know, about, about roughly average. <laughs> N- <laughs> Nando with a 6.2 geese out of 10 goose. Oh, we love you, Nando. Never change. But um, again, we're riding of the Royal Rumble. You'd wa- I myself want better than this. Like, it's one of the biggest shows of the year. This supposedly is, if not already, uh, coming out of day one. Royal Rumble, Rumble, Rumble. will kickstart the Royal Rumble. This is the time to, like, get things going. And... I don't want to keep saying, okay, it'll be better next week or it'll be better at the Royal Rumble. I hope. I hope. But Kevin's saying a 5.7. So, again, pretty, pretty low numbers here. I hope it'll be better. It's now officially Tuesday. So, tonight, Johnny and I, will be recorded, We'll be doing the NXT show, as always. Uh, and with that in mind, DJ is pointing out that, yes, we will. They announced during the show that we're going to see a pretty fun match on NXT. It's going to be Walter, the longest reigning NXT UK champion. Yes, yeah, he's, no. as far as we know, he had his "quote unquote" last stand on NXT UK. And now he's on NXT, at least in this match, and he'll be facing Roderick Strong. So I think that will be a very fun match. Uh, We saw over the weekend there was a a digital exclusive where Walter uh, almost shoved Malcolm Biffins into a locker. Kind of set set things up here. I'm sure this will will be a very, very good match. Looking forward to it. What what comes of it? I mean, even though they're both heels, I think Imperium versus Diamond could be pretty cool. I think that's kind of something. You got uh, Strong and the Creed Brothers versus Walter and... The Imperium. I think that's kind of cool. We do know they, they announced the men's dusty classic bracket. Pretty weak. We can talk about that uh tonight you know, on the xc show. But uh that'll be starting. Is that is that starting this week? Next week, night? I believe. Okay. Well, they announced the announced bracket, we can talk about that because okay, that's coming up. Uh and otherwise, obviously, NXT rolls on, raw's on, Everybody's, We keep rolling on to the rumble. And we're we're covering it all. We cover raw here on Monday nights, you and I, John. We cover NXT on Tuesdays, we cover i just Stephen. No, I, I I can wait for Von Wagner tomorrow, my friend. Um, again, they 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 tease me by teasing that he'll be suspended, and then they rip that away. He'll be, he will likely be on XE tomorrow or tonight, I should say. So not to- the to- toaster ready. Oh, John. See, huh, you know, I wouldn't go that far, but shows like tonight. Not not too far from it. Uh but obviously, yeah, we're covering all that stuff. None is asking us the fantasy book through a rumble. You know, if they were if it were up to me, if I had the pencil, you know, I'd I'd say make it crazy, make it weird, make it fun, like bring in all the crazy stuff. Like, I don't I don't know if they could, it's like, yeah, it'd be cool to like have you know Chris Jericho pop up or whatever, or like to, to have them cl- collaborate with their companies and do all these fun things. That I don't think they're going to though. So I don't want again, we full circle. I don't want to set the bar too high. So I'm I'm blowing the bars. Like, so I'm I'm staying pretty much well within the, the realm of, of what they got. And that would that would be an NXT, so I would say Raquel for the woman, uh, just to have her in the match, and then have maybe Chapa and stuff. But you know, we'll talk about that again next week. I don't want that's a whole that could be a whole another like half hour here, and we're already running way late. So with that being said, you know, we'll we'll talk about all that stuff. We'll we'll, we'll do a nice pee for the show for the Rumble next week and beyond. Um, but as always, guys, we appreciate you so much. And before you go into the, the next spiel, make sure you leave like and subscribe. All these shows, Raw, NXT, when we can robert and i do the, the the smackdown show schedule permitting we try i try to cover gcw so there's all, often a schedule conflict when there's a show on that end but we do what we can we try our best and that being said otherwise uh dominic marcus the two diamond dudes on the red page cover all things aws so make sure to follow them and we've got a great stream of interviews constantly coming to you guys i have recently interviewed matt cardona uh former founder manager slash wrestler uh, or or you know personality amy rose uh bill Pierce recently interviewed uh, moose the tech world champion all these things and more are available so that being said nando we, we appreciate you so much he's saying he's given us or sorry he's given us a 10 out of 10 shocky ducky quack quack or quake quake <laughs> nando we love you we appreciate you uh so that being oh he's saying it was a typo oh uh, well, that being said we appreciate you guys so much it's it's we've gone over an hour talking about raw that i didn't even think was that good but we talked about other things we went on tangents we talked about all these things because you guys are asking questions and we get sidetracked but you know, it's, we, we try our best just to have a good time with it. Uh, DJ, thank you so much. I appreciate that. I got to interview Matt Cardona, my favorite wrestler, for the second time uh, in December. And way that one up, uh, I think that was right around the new year. My favorite interview I've ever done. So if you have not checked it out, I definitely recommend it. But with that being said, we appreciate you all so much. for taking the time to listen to us, to just to, to, to hang out with us, to talk about brawl, whether it's good, bad, or anywhere in between. We'll be back here for NXT. With that being said, yet again the world remains a scary place but we try to do one thing well we try to just escape that escape all the bad stuff to the extent we can to come here and talk, talk about raw just playing bad stuff of, of its own in a different way but everywhere between we try to do one thing above all this giant okay tell me what that is
1: enjoy wrestling bye indeed thanks for listening everybody